Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Cades Cove, Tennessee, is not far from where my father grew up in Maryville, and a place where he spent a great deal of time with his family as a child. The location has significant ties to the history of the native people in the valley, as well as European settlers. Now located in the heart of Smoky Mountain National Park, the valley in the midst of the mountain range is also on the National Register of Historic Places. Some of the earliest cabins and churches built in the valley have been preserved and now serve as a museum of sorts. The thing I remember from my first visits were the horses yoked together at the sorghum mill, the likes of which I had never seen in person. Across their necks, a wooden beam joined the two animals together. They walked in tandem in a circle, sharing the burden of the task across both of their backs. Walking in a circle all day long, their yoke was attached to the portion of, a portion of the mill which ground the rollers to squeeze the juice from the sorghum. The juice was then collected and boiled for molasses. And together, these horses spent the day shouldering a load that alone would have been unmanageable. While certainly a manufactured reality for the horses, the practicality of it made quite an impression on my young mind. In this morning's gospel passage, Jesus invokes the symbol of a yoke, which would have been more familiar to his listeners than it is to my urban sensitivities. Perhaps it is familiar to you, if for no other reason than the playful oratorio within Handel's Messiah that pulls from this very passage. His yoke is easy, his burden is light. The concept of a yoke is simple enough to understand even for those of us who don't have agricultural backgrounds. A yoke is typically a piece of wood that connects one animal to another. Or if we think of it in metaphorical terms, it is a device that forces you to stretch and connect with someone or something beyond yourself. Think for a minute about the mechanics of a three-legged race. Surely, at some point during a school field day or an Olympic elective at summer camp, you were paired with a partner and given a strip of cloth to tie your ankles together. The challenge was then to beat all other teams across the finish line. From the sideline, three-legged races are very entertaining to watch. At first, there are many casualties, lots of difficulty figuring out how to stop and start and navigate differences in height. The partners who are not comfortable linking arms or shoulders have the most difficult time because their upper bodies seem to be fighting against the motion of their lower bodies. Eventually, most partners figure out what they need to do to move together. What once seemed impossible becomes possible and eventually great fun. The feeling of triumph after crossing the finish line is immense, often resulting in full-bodied, a full-bodied embrace with a partner who may have previously felt like a stranger. 
There are beautiful lessons baked into this simple activity, including a glimpse of what it feels like to be yoked to another. Yoke seems to be the symbol that represents doing something with another rather than always doing things for another. Think for a minute about Simon of Cyrene. As Jesus is making his way towards his own certain death, they place upon his shoulders the weight of the cross upon which he will hang. Several of our gospel narratives mention a second man, Simon, who was seized to share the burden alongside Jesus. Together, they bear the weight of one of the world's most well-known forms of torture to the spot where Jesus will turn this symbol upside down. Literally, Simon helps to carry the cross. But there is much more going on in this exchange than simply another man being forced to carry half the weight. They are yoked to one another, the Son of God and a child of God intimately connected. Simon shares in the sufferings of Christ in that moment. He is the first to experience the power of being with Christ in his sufferings. And each of us become the beneficiary of the other half of this equation, Christ being with us in our sufferings. We know the significance of what took place on the cross. Christ commits to be with us in our sufferings forever. And truthfully, some still hope for a promise promise that we will never again experience suffering. But this type of connection of one to another does not relieve the reality of the burden. However, it does mean that one is never alone, no matter the weight they are given to carry. Jesus suffers on the cross in a way that no one else has or will ever be asked to, and he does that willingly. And there is something in that exchange between Simon and Jesus that is meant for us. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Taking on Jesus' yoke is an invitation to think about our connection to God and to one another in a very specific way. Jesus is suggesting that we be connected to one another in a way that will feel awkward and clumsy at first and may even cause some casualties. But the closer we get to one another, the more we lean into that connection, the smoother our motions become. It is certainly not the most efficient way to go about moving through the world, but efficiency was never the point. God being with us and finding ways to be with one another is the point. I dare say that is why we bother to gather week after week to practice this work of being with one another. Maybe it's because of my stage of life, or maybe it's because of my vocation, but this image of being yoked to one another brings to mind the work of a doula. There are birth doulas, postpartum doulas, and death doulas. They are companions for some of life's most tender and precious transitions. They are neither the ones giving birth nor the ones crossing over to eternal life. Rather, they are the companions who are not afraid of the darkness, the light, and everything in between. They grace their patience with the gift of touch and do everything in their power to bring comfort and peace. Theirs is a ministry of patience and above all, presence, working to ensure that no one is alone 
in those sacred moments. I think this is the kind of life Jesus calls us to imitate. Not prioritizing efficiency or results, valuing being with one another rather than simply doing things for others. It is not the easy way, but it is the way to the heart of God. The very shape of a yoke invokes the symbol of the cross. By sharing with Christ and one another in sufferings, we are also committed to rejoicing in moments of resurrection. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Amen.